0: Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And we found that annoying metronomic tick that was going through the last couple podcasts. Uh, it was a metronome on there you go. GarageBand that just automatically uh, started and I didn't know how to stop it because I didn't look and I had it muted so I couldn't hear it until we uh, actually published it and then I heard it. <laughs>
1: No worries. No worries. We are uh, hopefully rolling back to normal without the steady
0: drum beat in the background. Yeah. So, Matt, this was your idea a, a sports love hate uh, yes. of, yes. <laughs> of our most loved and most hated people, you know, players. I think potentially coaches could be named. Yep. Yep. Uh, potentially fans could be named. I don't have any, but Matt might. Um, uh, no I don't have any fans no no but uh, so why don't you, why don't you get us started what are the parameters what are we doing here?
1: okay well I mean I, you know what we discussed last week and I think we're on the same page was you know a, a top five although you know we can we can you know if there's others you want to mention I'm not I'm not like saying you've got to limit it to five or else I'm not gonna listen to you anymore or anything but a top five of your your most liked and your most disliked, sports figures in our lifetime, um, you know, not going back to, you know, people from the 20s or 30s or 40s, um, you know, we can have that discussion separately if you want to, you know, historical figures, I think dislike of historical figures would probably be less of a a, a motive, um, you know, I mean, we didn't live through them, so you really didn't have a lot of like chance to build up animosity toward a Babe Ruth or something like that. Uh, but maybe you know most liked athletes. We could do that at some point. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I started with it. Just you know the the where where the idea came from was the the names that are sort of like protected that you don't rib the other person about. To be honest, it was born out of the fact that um, Jordan Love was drafted last Thursday, mm-hmm. and that of course caused some discussion with Rogers. And I thought, well, I'm not going to give Ben any any razzing about Rogers because I feel like Rogers is on your protected list and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm right we'll find out but that's that's where the idea came from is there's some guys you just don't don't do that to people about and then of course that was the flip side of i thought well who are the guys that you love to hate in sports as well
0: yeah um so we already did a couple uh from last week for me that was brett Favre, and you're right he is joined by aaron Rodgers, the two packer quarterbacks of my memory are both on my list of
1: you know. I, I figured as much yeah yeah um you know and, and that's why I mean and not that you know it, it, not that Rogers is in the crosshairs but obviously there you know there's some you know discussion around him and I thought yeah I'm just gonna leave Ben alone on that one because you know there's certain guys that you know people just don't like to get razzed about and I have them too
0: yeah um I took a little bit of a different tack with my love players okay okay um, Farvin Rogers are, are just one in two and that's very easy gotcha. for me I had a really hard time picking a brewer because <laughs> my recency bias is you know Yelich because he's right. just you know been it's electric been the best since player of the last couple of years yeah um, yeah it's also hard because for you know Yount leaving and Molitor leaving were before I was 8 and right. uh, after that, I guess, yeah, it was there when I was eight. Uh, yeah. th- and then after that, there was about a decade and a half of terrible baseball. So, <laughs> I, you know, I love Jeff Cirillo, but as yeah. he my all-time guys, no, I mean, because they didn't okay. make the playoffs. Gotcha.
1: Uh, gotcha. Success certainly helps. There's no doubt about that.
0: So what it what it came to, and this also has, this is almost the defining factor of my athletes who i can't stand list yeah is specific moments and specific guys so sure, sure. so for me the 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 next three so i have Farvin rogers the next three okay. are mike Mussina, because okay. the, the single best game i ever saw pitched was mike Mussina for the orioles at camden yards you know it was my only time ever going to camden yards and i yep. loved it it was like our whole family there and
1: Fair it, enough. No, I know yeah. you're a Mike Bucena guy. When he got in the Hall of Fame last year, I believe, or re- mm-hmm. recently, I uh, I know we discussed him, and I, and I'm not a, a anti Mike Bucena, but I, I do know you're a you're a fan, and I get it.
0: Um, then Jeff Pendergrass, now Jeff A. Okay, okay. Um, he's Thought one of about those him guys for mine as well. You know, he's just one of those guys where I find myself in any ASU basketball thought process or conversation Uh having this attitude of like, well, you got to include him, any team. If you were having me build any team for ASU, it's like, well, him, he's on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a quick aside, and then we'll get back to this, uh, last night ESPN replayed the 2014 finals clincher when the Spurs beat the Heat. And you better believe that I watched to the very end, not only to see the end, but also because Jeff Pendergraft, then Jeff Ayers, made the last shot of the game for the Spurs, a jumper from just inside the arc that, that gave them their final points. And that uh, it, it still warms my heart to see that he got a championship ring in the NBA. Yeah.
0: And then I had a really tough time with my last spot
1: yeah so the, i did too when i i'll give you my four when when you're done and then yes my last one i had several possibilities including jeff
0: pendergraft but he wasn't mm-hmm. my pick um and, and Pendergraph was my only asu guy yeah i, I thought about ryan terrain for that UCLA yeah. game uh, yeah, obviously yeah. james harden is he's a guy who i will defend at all times but i just yes you know he was special, but he was a two-year guy, uh, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. he's done a lot for ASU since, obviously with his success, right. but, but I did not include him, and my final two that I was picking between were Greg Maddox and okay. Reggie White, because, okay. it, you know, and one other guy who was on my list who didn't make it was Clayton Kershaw, because he is the yep. guy who, every year, when I have, if I can, see the Dodgers in person... Sure, I will try sure to time it to see that game. And um, that
1: is is very reasonable. I don't blame you.
0: You know, for Maddox, uh, I was at the game when the D-backs acquired Schilling, and his first home game was a duel against Maddox. That was a 2-0 yeah. game. Yeah, and yeah. Even though my family is, for reasons historic and present, anti-Braves, anti-Cubs, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that is basically Greg Maddox, it's hard not That's to respect true. him. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I, I'm a Greg Maddox fan. He wasn't on my list, but I, I wouldn't argue with that. I, I'm a big Maddox guy. Uh, you know, he was always rock solid.
0: Ultimately, though, I went with the Minister of Defense because okay. the the Packers made that leap when he Packer joined the tie-in. team, and makes sense. You know, makes sense. Some of my early memories of the Packers are after he joined the team when it was him and Sean Jones as the two ends. So, okay. Okay, yeah, so yeah I definitely
1: my five. That was the, the big impact free agent signing, one of the first and, and what just two, three, four years later, whatever it was, they, they won the Super Bowl and got to the next one and so definitely makes sense. So you went you went Roger Sparv, not in a certain order necessarily, yeah. but Roger Sparv, Pendergraph, Reggie White, and why am I forgetting the Mike third Mecina. name that you said? You've seen it, yes, yes,
0: yes. Okay, and you know, okay. like I thought about Randy Moss, and he was one of those guys where yeah. he was my like I loved to hate him. I when he was yeah. on the Vikings, I feared him. I enjoyed what he did, but he was never my guy, and so gotcha. I couldn't, gotcha. I couldn't do it. But he was, you know, Understood. he was part of my consideration list.
1: Understood. Okay. Okay. Well, so my my uh, top three were easy, and they've been they've been easy probably for two decades. Um, more than that, it's uh, Tiger Woods is my number one, and probably always will be. Short of short of you or you know Randy's son going on, you you know your future son if you have one, or Randy's son going on to be a professional athlete being great, it's going to be tough to ever top Tiger Woods uh, because uh, he was a find uh, for me when I was you know nine years old. I watched a show on ESPN two about high school athletes, and and, and just you know like. My dad and I, my, my mom and dad and I, came up to a golf tournament here when he was at Stanford. I got a picture with him, and then for him to go on and you know be the, the one of the greatest golfers ever, it's going to be tough to ever top. So that's that's number one. Um, number two would be number two and three is a difficult one to order. It's Tim Duncan and Peyton Manning in some order. Probably mm-hmm. depends on the time of the year. If It's basketball season. It's Tim Duncan. If it's football season, it's Peyton Manning. Um, they all kind of came along around the same time, you know, mid to late nineties is when they, you know, were, were on the scene in college and then turning pro and, uh, you know, kind of the age where I remember starting to follow sports, uh, you know, about nine, 10, 11 years old. Um, you know, and, and so those, those guys will always be probably my top three again, provided that I don't have like a family or friend that turns out to be a great athlete. Um, number four is LeBron. Uh, I, I, I always have liked LeBron. I love the fact that he, you know, sort of similar to Tiger. They, they both like they started their pro career with be one of the best ever. That was the expectation. And they they matched it. They, they reached that expectation, which is really hard to do. Um, and LeBron, you know, LeBron's about our age. He was one year ahead of us in, in school. He was a senior in high school when we were juniors. I remember his games being on ESPN when we were in production at the, at the newspaper and, you know, following those games and watching them a little bit. Uh, so I've always liked LeBron. Fifth was harder. Uh, much like you, I, you know, debated, I debated James Harden. James Harden's my ASU guy on there. Uh, Jeff Pendergraft thought about as well. Jameis Winston, I very much considered, but I ultimately went with Vince Young because Vince was before Jameis, and kind of similar, you know, I started following him in high school. He went to Texas. That unbelievable, you, you signaled out moments that you remember. And, of course, for me, that's the 06 Rose Bowl. One of the greatest games. I've watched it on replay probably a dozen times. Never gets old. So those are my five, with with some that were hard to leave off.
0: Yeah, and, and that's one of the things about this, is if I made this list in six months, I think it's entirely possible that I put Christian Yelich on it and I leave off you know yeah Um, (laughs) yeah yeah it's always uh
1: you know it always depends on you know things evolve just like when we did our asu quarterback rankings a couple years ago and we left the caveat that hey things might evolve now as it turns out they really didn't evolve with manny i think he probably stayed about where he was on our list. yeah. Um, but, you know, there'll be future ASU quarterbacks. We got one now that hopefully will be at the top of that list soon. Um, you know, and hey, we can revisit this. Uh, hopefully we won't have to revisit it out of sports boredom in a year or two. Um, but, you know, we can always come back to it. There's still summer. Uh, there's still going to be slow times in the sports calendar when they do return. So, you know, we can we can always revisit. But for me, those top three are kind of like the, the hollowed ground that I just it'll be hard to ever top because they were, you were talking about it last week with regard to Favre and how Favre was your first favorite athlete. They were my first favorite athletes. They were the guys that I chose. Like, you know, I, I liked magic when I was a little kid, magic Johnson, you know, uh, you know, I liked the Lakers because that, you know, but like they were already big. And, and those three guys where I saw them like come up the ranks, play amateur golf, play college basketball, college football, and then become pros and become great pros, all three of them. And so, like, they'll be they'll be tough to top. Again, you have a son and he goes on to be a star athlete, that may do it. So go ahead and just file that away.
0: I mean, I appreciate that. But, <laughs> you know, maybe as like... So when we
1: revisit this in like 40 years, if your son has won, you know, multiple World Series or Masters or whatever sport he chooses to pursue then I may have a reordering of that list.
0: I mean, if, like, those crossword puzzle championships count or, like... Yeah, I travel... mean, you know, you never know. You <laughs> but... never know.
1: Yes, yes. So, you know, hey, well, who knows? But uh, those three are, are pretty much tough to ever top for me. Uh, it was hard leaving James Harden off. And James Harden and Vince Young were kind of like my five six, And and because I, I, you know, Harden is a little bit, not exactly, but a little bit like Tiger for, for both of us. We... You know, we bet Harden when he was in high school, and very few people knew who he was. He didn't get the fanfare that Josh Christopher got when he came on a visit. I mean, you and I just walked right up to him. Um, you know, yeah, people, we had his and mom we
0: take a picture of us with
1: him. Right. We weren't even 100% sure it was him. To be honest, I mean, it was one of those where, like, I think that's James Harden. Yeah, I mean, but again, different times. Like, I mean, it was only, what, 13, 14 years ago. But recruiting in high school basketball wasn't as big a deal as it is now. And that's the same like with Tiger. Like if somebody did what Tiger did as a junior golfer now, he'd be huge. He'd be all over the news at 18. But back then it was like, yeah, you heard about him. But, you know, it wasn't the fanfare along high school sports that there is now. Um, And Harden was that, you know, we get a picture with him. And then he goes on to, while only being here two years, I think very safe to say be the best player that ASU's had certainly in our time. Um, Maybe all time, you know, for ASU basketball if you factor in NBA career as well, um, like that's, that's a tough one to leave off. And then for him, you know, again, to go on and be an MVP and a scoring champ and, uh, you know, and I, I will, I will always be a hardened defender for some reason. He's become a guy that's easy to attack. I I don't know why. I, I don't, I don't really, sometimes it's hard to figure out why people raise people's ire in the way they do. But he's become an easy-to-attack basketball player, so I will always stand behind Harden no matter what.
0: Yeah, and I I feel that way as well. He elevated single-handedly the ASU program and did it without being at ASU. Did,
1: did, and and still does. You know, I mean, like, still has a resonance that, you know, he has been here for, for what, his last game was in March of 2009. So it's been 11 years since he's played an ASU basketball game, but I still think he's the most famous person, the most known name about ASU basketball, James Hart. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's not even you know, close. Still, yeah, you know, and, and may stay that way. I mean, hopefully hopefully not. Hopefully we'll have guys that can pass that, but I don't know. You know, I mean, college basketball is what it is, and um, ASU basketball is what it is in a way. And so, uh, you know, I think he was, he was tough to leave off, and, uh, you know, as you said, if we did this six months from now, I mean, if, if we did this uh, in six months or a year or two years, I may eventually say, yeah, James Harden passes Vince Young. Like, it's a toss-up for me. I went with Vince Young in large part because of that 06 Rose Bowl and the moment that was in addition to the Rose Bowl the year before. Both of those games, I remember like they were yesterday, um, and just those moments stand out to me more so than anything
0: else. One thing to, that I thought was interesting about what you said, and I, I want to – sort of piggyback on it is you talked about how Harden's affiliated with ASU and with the way college Mm -hmm. basketball is going in ASU will Mm -hmm. not be the case it's funny because when he was here it didn't feel like a way station I mean Kevin Love going to UCLA didn't feel like a way station for him either but no I agree
1: I mean it was it was the early days of the one and done you know, I mean, the one and done started in, what, 05, I think, was the last, high, or 04 was the last high school draft, maybe, and then 05 was the first year you couldn't draft high schoolers. And so I agree. It didn't necessarily feel that way. Now it does. It's, it's yeah. become, I mean, as time has passed, it's become more and more like, guys are here, they're gone, and unless it's your team, you don't even really notice them. You know, I mean, like like the Arizona guys this year. I mean, Arizona's our biggest rival. I went to the game against him. Um, uh, you know, those three guys that went one and done, it's like, you know, Mannion got some hype beforehand. But
0: he but the also others, was like, from Tempe. He was
1: from Phoenix, mm-hmm. exactly. But even, even him, like, it didn't, you know, now again, uh, it has to be, uh, I mean, I guess specifically this year, you have to put in the caveat there was no tournament. And had they made the tournament and gotten to the, you know, second weekend or something like that, maybe that animosity or that, you know, Feeling that they resonate would have been more, um, but you know, no, I agree. I mean, it, like,
0: well, here's pardon. my example. Here, here's what I was thinking. Yeah, Kevin Love played one year at UCLA, but I will always know and recall that mm-hmm. Kevin Love played at UCLA. I'm not yeah. sure that I will always know and recall that Lonzo Ball played a year at UCLA. The yeah. way I do with Kevin yeah. Love, and and he That's made it to point. an elite eight, but it just. You know, it's like the he whole did. time he yeah. was there, it wasn't because he was UCLA. It's well, he's a pro, and what's he going to do when he goes pro? Uh, agreed, agreed. Yeah,
1: no, I I think that's a good point. I mean, that's a good comparison because um, yeah, they were both there just one year, and and you know, Love made it to a Final Four, Lonzo Ball got to the to the Elite Eight, so it's not like it was that much different. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a a fair comparison, and I think. Just maybe the nature of college basketball, and, you know, I know that's been in the news again, not to get us away from the topic here, but, you know, about the kids going to the G League and stuff. And, like, you know, college basketball's not dying, but it's certainly it's certainly been changed. Uh, and it's continuing to be changed by the pull to the pros and the guys that are, as you say, you know, they, they use it as a way station. They're there for four months. They play a few games. Some of them don't even play full season, as we saw with, like, James Wiseman this year. You know they're they're there to put in an appearance, and it's you know it's that uh, the thing you see on Twitter all the time. You know, of the guy I don't I don't know the Simpsons that well, but the scene where the guy walks in and just walks right back out—that's a lot of times what college basketball feels like with the star players, at least.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, I always remember John Calipari saying, "Well, of course that they take it seriously." John Wall has the highest GPA on the team, and it's like, well, if I only had to go to class. <laughs> Yeah,
1: for one semester, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one semester for six credits. Yeah, you could probably pull that off, especially having tutors to help you out and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look, it, it's uh, it it's what it is. You know, there's there's no going back. There's no going back to even how it was with Kevin Love and James Harden. Uh, there's certainly no going back to how it was. You know, in the early '90s when the Fab Five and all of them stayed a second year and four of them stayed a third year. It's not going right. to happen anymore. You know, so, it, you know, you, you just, you make the best of it. You enjoy it for what it is and realize what it isn't.
0: Doing the love-hate, there's, in theory, we would have like an ad here, some sort of musical break right. if we were a real podcast right. so that we could pivot back. I don't have that, right. so I'm just pivoting back. That's fine. That's uh, fine. It's time to get back to it. Uh, one thing that this showed me is what team I care about the most is probably the Packers. Like, I feel the deepest mm-hmm. connection. I love the Brewers, sure. and I I think I prefer attending baseball games to football games. Um, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised to hear you say that. Uh, that, that makes sense.
0: But I, but I feel like, moment to moment, I live and die more with what happens to the Packers just by virtue of yeah. the season. However, sure. when I turned to athletes who I will forever begrudge, mm-hmm. it's very clear that the most pain I've ever felt is ASU basketball, uh, <laughs> because on my yeah. list are Salim Stottemeyer for the shot uh, yeah, and the yeah. travel. I and would call travel. it the travel. The, the but, travel,
1: then the shot, yes, yeah. yes,
0: that's uh, correct. Then, you know, Michael Irvin, for all of the things that the yeah, Cowboys okay. did to me when I was a child, he was the epitome yeah, of yeah. that, because, Emmett, <laughs> you know, Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith, it was like, yeah, I get it. Troy <laughs> Aikman gets a lot of concussions. Emmett Smith is the best running back of, you know, the 90s, if not all time. Right. But Michael right. Irvin was just brash in a way that upset me.
1: Yes, Michael um, Irvin was kind of the embodiment of the flashy 90s Cowboys. The, the on-field, off-field, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's Matt Leinart, who I just, you know... <laughs> I just don't like him. Yeah. I've, I've never yeah, liked I him. Know. I don't like him. Uh, I know. I don't ha- I, know. I, I, I don't even have a great reason. He's just, everything about him has always kind of bugged oh. me the wrong way. Yeah. Well, hey,
1: sports hate does not necessarily require a reason. Sometimes it's just a guy gets under your skin and, and they continue to, you know, and that's going to be, or some of the names I'll mention are that, like, you know, it's not always a reason. It's just, I don't like this guy and, and he's continued to be out there, so
0: I still don't like it. And then for me, and this is why I'm convinced that it's the U of a basketball program yep. is my least favorite. It's Kevin Parham and, and Sean Miller. Ke- Sean Miller is obvious. Yeah. He's, he returned them to success. Yeah. You know, he hasn't been as dominant against ASU as loot, but we only no. saw, you know, two years of Lute Olson in person in college. We in did. college. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. Whereas, you know, since college, we've seen exclusively Sean Miller. Miller. Uh, true, and Kevin true. Parham had an egregious attentional foul that should have caused him to be ejected and arrested <laughs> for assault on Ty Abbott. And, I
1: do remember him, yep, yep, yep. And uh, I'm not I'm not arguing a word. Uh, I mean, your, your three U of A basketball-related choices, none of them are going to actually be on my top five list, but I'm not disagreeing with a single one. And I could make a I could make a top 15 list of just U of A basketball players that I don't like.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and, and all of them are people who had some sort of impact on me as an ASU yeah. fan. Um, and look, when there are times, unfortunately, that the U of A advances to the postseason and ASU doesn't or advances mm-hmm. further than ASU. Mm hmm. I put aside my feelings and I root for the conference and I root for my family who are U of a right. people. Right. Uh, to be happy. I don't I don't have that problem. But <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um,
1: <laughs> I but, don't have that conflict and I don't root for them as you know yeah. with uh, extreme knowledge.
0: But it's uh but it's clear to me now that they have caused me the most lasting Pain and yeah.
1: Hope. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that is, you know, as I, as I looked at this, um, you know, certainly some of the, some of the element of, you know, we talked about how success breeds, you know, you liking someone more. It also breeds hating someone more. Um, you know, hating an athlete or a coach who doesn't win anything is kind of like, you know, eh, whatever, you know, I mean, you kind of lose that dislike because what's the big deal? If they're not any good. Um, and I don't mean just winning championships, like, you know, that's, that's what drives you crazy is losing to a team or having a team win that you can't stand or whatever. So I'm, I'm with you. And like I said, I could do, I don't have any U of A basketball players. I do have a U of A basketball connection, uh, on my five, but I could certainly do an entire list of just U of A guys. I don't like, uh, Salim Stoudemire, Chase Budinger, uh, you know, Kevin Parham certainly goes on there. Channing Fry, Khalid Reeves, if you want to dip way back into the past, Miles Simon. I mean, there's a lot. So I go on, but we'll go to my go to my five. <laughs> but that's
0: a whole different podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, we can do that a different time. Yeah. But um, my five, so I didn't really order them in the same way I did top five most liked, um, just kind of like the five that stick out. So I'll, I hinted to you of A. Lute Olson is on mine the difference between you and me is I grew up hating Lou Olson uh, your you know your' I think uh, I get your reasoning uh, completely makes sense about Sean Miller instead of Lou Olson because I think your ASU fanhood began basically when you started going to school there yes. and you weren't anti U of a prior to then I was my parents didn't like the U of A. My, me, my dad, especially my mom, wasn't a huge sports fan. Um, my dad hated Lou Olson from when he was at Iowa. So I grew up hating Lou Olson and hating Arizona basketball and celebrating when they lost in the tournament. And uh, and so Lou's on that list. It's been Lou's going to be the oldest name on that list um, of you know people who are relevant, but he's certainly on there. He just inspires my venom, and I felt like putting Lou on there. Sort of like encapsulated the entire U of A basketball program, so you can add the other names underneath there. Um, Miller's a good choice, and yet I don't want to give Miller like the the, the satisfaction of putting him on that list because you know what's he? I like, kind of said you know what's he done? He hasn't done anything. You know, they got the elite eight, big whoop. Uh, you know, so like you know, get to a final four, maybe I'll put you on my top five most hated list. Um, anywho. Uh, The rest are athletes. Um, Tom Brady is on there. I think we discussed that last week for obvious reasons. Uh, Again, the natural rival of Peyton Manning. Just can't stand him. Um, My other three, two of them are Phoenix-based. Larry Fitzgerald is on there. Uh, Liked him in college. Can't stand him now Um, because of the Cardinals and because of the hero worship that he gets in this city and sister to that is Steve Nash can't couldn't stand him with the sun still can't stand him. Um, and then last would stay with basketball tough one over some other choices, but I went with Steph Curry as my number five, just can't stand him. Yeah. So those are mine. Um, I almost put Phil Mickelson on there, which is a hard one cause he went to ASU and I really don't like him. Um, but I tried to think of five others so that I didn't have to include an ASU guy. And I found five <laughs> others. Oh, I love it. And I mean, you know, it hurt. It hurt to put a Sun Devil on there. And I do like, you know, I mean, like the fact he went to ASU. And, you know, it's like, okay, that's cool, you know. But I really just don't like him. Uh, but, yeah, Curry just drives me insane in the same way that Nash did before. They're they're kind of like, you know, brothers in terms of the way they get viewed and the way they can do no wrong, it seems. Um, and Fitzgerald is, he's the, he sort of how I say that, you know, loot is my, like, let's just sum up all of U of a basketball by putting loot on there. Fitzgerald is the Cardinals representative. I can name other people with the Cardinals, the owner for one, uh, the former coach for one, um, you know, other players that I really didn't like, but he is the face of the Cardinals. He is the guy that, Cardinal fans just seem to think is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I just can't stand him.
0: I thought you were going to pick the production team at ESPN that decided to do the USC Trojans versus every historical <laughs> no, team. No, I love that
1: because it, 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 made Texas look even better. I mean, Hey, if USC is the best team of all time, and then 2005 Texas beats that team, then they're the best team of all time. Right. So like,
0: no, I mean, property hey, I, of sports,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this USC team would beat all the great teams before, uh, then, you know, Hey, they lost to Texas. So therefore Texas must be better. Um, But, no, I I do remember that, and, uh, you know, it was kind of an early forerunner of some of the dumb sports discussions that come along now, you know, about who could beat this team, and would this guy be good in the 80s, and it's like, oh, dear God, waste of time. But, um, yeah, those are my five. Uh, You know, as I mentioned, there's a lot of others that, you know, for periods of time, Malone and Stockton in the late 90s hated them. Absolutely hated them. They made me root for the Bulls, which I really didn't like. The Bulls, um, you know. So there's there's a lot of names. I mean, there's football, other football players. Belichick, I really don't like. But those those are the ones that stood out the most to me.
0: Yeah, I you know, I I think it's funny because I'm I'm looking at our Twitter feed now, and yeah. I'm seeing all of the people who commented on their hate lists. Like yeah. my best guess at their hate lists. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it, it's very clear to me now that the hate list needed to be uncapped because no one can limit it them, themselves.
1: It's to tough. Them. It's tough to. Ha- yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You start going down the road. Like, I mean, you know, we could just talk basketball. And I could come up with, I mean, again, even outside of U of A basketball, I could come up with NBA players and, you know, uh, NBA coaches that I didn't like. And, you know, I mean, um, you know, it's it's uh, not allowed to say this apparently anymore, but I hated Kobe Bryant. I mean, I hated Kobe Bryant. Now, that softened a little bit, you know, as his career faded. And that's the thing is sometimes as a guy isn't playing anymore. You know that that hate mm-hmm. dissipates. It it did not with Steve Nash. I still can't stand Steve Nash. Yeah, and it did not with Lou Olson. Those are the two that are you know non-active that I would still definitely say I, I can't stand.
0: Well, and that's the thing is there's there's also in this formula for me a certain point where you you just respect how they got there. You know, you do, like you I, do. I mean, as a kid, yeah. I hated Gary Sheffield because Gary Sheffield, people forget, yeah. was an infielder for the Brewers who announced right. very right. publicly that if they didn't trade him, he would start throwing ground balls that he got into the stands <laughs> instead of to first base right. because right. he hated Milwaukee so much. And so yeah. I forever, when I was young, had a problem with Gary Sheffield. And as I yeah. got older, I realized, well, he's a malcontent, but he's a very talented malcontent. And I sure, respect that. Sure. Kevin yeah, Parham no, was I a mean, malcontent who basically was just a college basketball enforcer as if it was hockey. True. And, true. And so true. Yeah. I never had an yeah. opportunity to be like, well, look at the rest of his career shake out. That's true.
1: No, you're right. I mean, as time goes on, sometimes that that begrudging respect comes along and, and you kind of, you know, um, and, and all five of the people I listed are great players. Great coaches. Like, you know, I mean, Lou Olsen went to several Final Fours, won a title. Brady's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Fitzgerald's a great... I mean, Fitzgerald's going to be a Hall of Famer. Nash is going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Curry will be... A, you know, I mean, they're they're great. And and so, I mean, there's... You know, like, I'm not denying that they are, and that's that kind of is what I'm getting at, is that the fact that they are good is part of why I hated them. Um, then you have... You know, you do also have the guys... One came to mind when I mentioned Kobe... Derek Fisher. Like Derek Fisher is not an all-time great, but I hated Derek Fisher because of that shot he made against the Spurs. Like uh, those those moments of guys where like, you know, maybe they're inconsequential players, but they did one thing or a series of things for a team you didn't like that like, you know, that makes them jump out and think, "Oh god, I hated that guy." Yeah,
0: well, and that's part of it too is when you have like a guy who was on my list because of the trauma he caused was Elway. And I, I really wanted to add Elway to my list because of Super Bowl 32. But then you you look back and it's like, well, all right. Oh, I couldn't stand Elway. Like I I didn't like like him, but, but that was one moment. Michael Irvin beat the Packers all the time. True. And I think, you know, like we couldn't
1: get around. definitely that. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Elway's a good one for me because i i could stand elway when when he was playing and you know I, was, I missed the beginning of his career the first super bowl you know i wasn't wasn't old enough to remember those but you know i hated them i didn't i didn't want them to beat the packers i didn't want them to beat the falcons um you know i was not an elway fan but Elway's a guy that for me as time has gone on i've softened on a bit I mean, I'm, I'm still don't like, you know, look back and like, oh, I, I love John Elway or he, you know, but now I can look back and be like, well, you know, he was really great. And, you know, like I could watch those games and things like, yeah, OK. Uh, I mean, it's it's different in the moment. I couldn't stand him. Um, but as his career has moved on and maybe it's because he became the front office guy for the Broncos and then they got Manning. That probably played a part in it for me. But like I I don't have the hatred for him that I used to have. Yeah. Like Roy Williams. That's another one for me. Hate I hated Roy Williams when he coached in Kansas. When he went to North Carolina, I didn't hate him as much anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. I just haven't. Like, you know, I mean it just it just kinda I still don't really like him. He's not my favorite. But the fact that he's won titles at Carolina really doesn't bother me. But when he was coaching Kansas, I loved the fact that he never won anything and that he always lost in the big game. I was like, yeah, I loved it. I relished it.
0: Yeah. It certainly I don't know why that is. How you know how these things evolve.
1: They do. They do, yeah. Sometimes you have guys that, you know, and, and sometimes the other way, too. Oh. Like Fitzgerald. I mean, Fitzgerald's a perfect example. You know I liked Fitzgerald when, when he was in college.
0: And we, played, we did. We played you you know, catch with I him mean, at the rec center.
1: Yeah, you know, and and the first few years he was with the Cardinals, I didn't dislike him. It was, you know, the turning point for me with the Cardinals was working there, working there, (laughs) working there full time. and, And before that, the year they went to the Super Bowl, which is funny because it was probably the turning point the other way for a lot of people in Phoenix. They became Cardinals fans. I didn't mind the Cardinals until the year they went to the Super Bowl and they beat Philadelphia in the NFC title game. That was what turned it for me because, one, I wanted Philly to win. And then the the city just became insufferable with bandwagoners. And it's never really faded. Like, you know, I mean, that was the turning point for that franchise. And all of a sudden, this, you know, the, the team that was kind of the lovable losers when they were at Sun Devil Stadium were no longer that. And then certainly working there. I mean, I can't deny working there for six years full time and having a detest for the people that I worked for
0: plays a part, a big part. So I think what we've learned is that if this were Star Wars, hate would be much stronger. Than <laughs> hope. We I would mean, both be on the dark side. We would both be yeah, getting yeah, into I, our inner rage.
1: You know, sports hate is important, though. It really is. Like it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, the Super Bowl this year was a good example of it. I enjoyed the Super Bowl, but I didn't really have a team I was a team or a player that I was really hugely in favor of or really hugely against like I wouldn't have been upset if San Francisco had won you probably feel different because you don't like San Francisco yes. if San Francisco had won been okay I'm glad Kansas City won that's who I was rooting for because I like my homes but it was kind of weird you know I mean like in some ways watching it was kind of like you know you realize that hating someone or some team can be a powerful motivator. I mean, you know, when the Eagles beat the Patriots, uh, I was on cloud nine and McNabb doesn't play for the Eagles anymore. I mean, he was the reason I was a huge Eagles fan from all those years. Um, I don't like Foles, you know, he's a U of A guy. certainly don't like him, but beating the Patriots was enough to just thrill me beyond belief because I hate the Patriots.
0: And I agree with you. Like there is a certain aspect to this and a different way to that we could have gone is, you Know, I will never be able to root for the Cowboys or the 49ers. I just can't, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. look, J- Jerry Rice fumbled, there's nothing I can do about that, and I've hated the 49ers <laughs> since he fumbled. The Cowboys yeah. kept yeah. stonewalling the Packers, uh, you know, in, in you know, right. 29 and 30 90s. or yeah. 20, yeah. 20, 28 and 30. Uh, right, it was the right. Niners in 29, and, right. and so I never got over that, and I never will, and no. I'm okay with that. The, and by that same token, uh, you know, the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, I, mm-hmm. you know, the Brewers only made it to one World Series. It was before I was right. alive, and they lost to the Cardinals. So I right. was born into a dislike for the Cardinals. Yeah. And then the Cardinals prevented the Brewers from making the World Series one year. The Cardinals keep right. winning. Their team doesn't look that much better oh. than any other team.
1: Oh yeah, well you know I mean you and I agree on disliking the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, you know we're we're both uh, fans of fellow NL Central teams, so it's easy to dislike the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, so I I get you on that one one hundred percent.
0: And and on the flip side, I do agree with you though about how things slide because I used to be among the many people who were staunchly anti-Yankee. You know, yeah, they, they do it the wrong way. Yeah. they overspend all these things, but you. You go a decade without winning a World Series, I start to forget, and I start to get uh, yeah, mad mean, at you. you know? I would
1: agree. <laughs> I hate, I hated the Yankees, I mean, when, when they uh, won the three in a row, and then obviously when they played the Diamondbacks in 01, and I was, I mean, I loved the Diamondbacks when they were new. The first few years of the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, it was like this, and I don't know if it was the same for you, but it was like this, you know, incredibly cool thing that we had our own baseball team in the state. And you could go 100 miles up I 10 and see Major League Baseball. And, you know, and I, I mean, I love the new the Diamondbacks. And so when they played them, you know, I, I had such a venom toward the Yankees then as well. And I, yeah, I don't have it anymore. I mean, I, I, I'm not a Yankee fan, but like when they, you know, when the Yankees make the playoffs, like, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, now, if they went on to win, you know, four titles in a row or something, maybe that hate would build again. But, yeah, I don't have the same hate that I did before.
0: Well, and it's funny because if the Brewers aren't in the playoffs, I find myself becoming the fan that Major League Baseball wants me to be. Oh, sure. Where it's like, Sure, oh, well, let's get the Yankees and the Dodgers in this. I've Why done it, too. You know? I've done <laughs> it.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, there's something about, you know, a big playoff baseball game at Yankee Stadium that's cool. It just is. You know, I mean, there is, you know, it's there's something about, uh, you know, some some places that you feel like... The, the Lakers are a good example. I mean, I, I have hated the Lakers. I don't now because of LeBron. But I will probably go back to hating the Lakers when LeBron's not there. But is there something, you know, cool about the Lakers in a big-time playoff series in, you know, late May, early June? There is. There's just something that feels big about that because it's the Lakers.
0: Well, and that's one of those interesting chicken-and-egg things. Like, does the Pac-12 feel weak because USC football is USC's not good, uh, yeah, or yeah, or is USC football not good? Therefore, we view the Pac-12 as weak. You and, know, Oregon's and that's been a good very question. good. You know, yeah, they have, they have. You're right. <laughs> Washington you know, was in the playoff. Oregon's been in the playoff.
1: Oregon has, yeah. But you're right. I mean, and I think you can you can extend that to basketball and and UCLA's general malaise over the last decade. Um, you know, they've had a couple good teams, the Lonzo Ball team that you mentioned, but that's about it. And when that program doesn't isn't as good, it feels like the whole conference struggles, even if it's not true. It just feels that way. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's There's certain brands that carry more weight. And then there's teams, you know, by this token that we're talking about, you know, the Yankees. And like the last five years, I have had an intense dislike of the Golden State Warriors. Before then, I could have cared less about the Gold State Warriors. Like, I mean, you know, I had no venom to the Warriors in the 2000s or even the beginning of the 2010s. But once they got good and they beat the Cavs the first year they won the title, which was LeBron, I started hating them. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's because they're good that I've hated them. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a long-rooted dislike of them. It's just that, you know, they've gotten in the way of LeBron winning titles. Therefore, I hate them.
0: Yeah. Which is basically and then, why picking I don't up Durant, like. The and
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's why I didn't like Kobe because you know the the Lakers won those some of those titles that I felt like the Spurs could have won. Um, you know, so the Kobe was the phase of it. I wasn't a big Shaq fan either, but I hated Kobe more than Shaq, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and especially because he stayed there and Shaq left. Yeah.
0: So I think we've really run the gamut here. Uh, I think we have. Which we is have. Good. I mean,
1: it's a, it's a, you know, it's part of the fan experience. You, you know, you love, you hate, uh, but those, those emotions are what makes it interesting. Honestly, without them, you know, the games wouldn't be that interesting. You need that, you need that emotion in the game. Just watching, you know, 10 guys play basketball is like, eh, you need, you know, you need a couple of those guys you really like and a couple of those guys you really hate. Then you got something.
0: Yeah. Well. This concludes quarantine episode seven. If you've got other topic ideas and you've made it to the end, I'll pretty much guarantee you we'll do that topic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, hey, you, uh, know, you made it this far, so
1: that's right, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes. And hey, I mean, we're in the we're in the mode right now where all we can really do is talk about the past of sports uh, because the future is so TBD. That you know, give us give us something to talk about. You know. Great games, great memories. Bad games, bad memories. Whatever.
0: Yeah, we you, got it. If you want to get on the podcast at this point, we'll let you. Like it's yeah. Fun. You yeah, want to give us yeah, your list? Mean, Come on. We, I don't care. That's
1: true. That's <laughs> true. Yes. Yes. I mean, hey, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, people's people's uh, likes and dislikes are always interesting because you you see it from your perspective. And so yeah, yeah. Let us know. Feel yeah. free
0: to quote uh, Harry Doyle though from major league don't worry <laughs> nobody's listening
1: yeah 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 my mom may have made it i don't know probably not
0: well mrs story if you want to come on yeah we won't
1: give us her her favorite sports teams
0: <laughs> favorite sports teams which, favorite which will, memories
1: yeah, yeah 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 her favorite sports memories will be probably pretty short and they'll probably be pretty similar to mine
0: <laughs> well that's good that's good parenting yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give her that. She's uh, she's always behind me,
0: 100%. Well, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.